Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand booing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the NFL on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. And this is Super Bowl week. What up? KC, Philadelphia, where you at? All right. So this is, we got our Super Bowl week. We got our Super Bowl picks. And Ron, last week, I actually gave you the wrong numbers. I gave you the wrong numbers for our total tally because let me just explain this. I was looking at it uh, today and I was like, wow, I can't believe we made 213 picks. And then I was like, no, that's that's way too much. There's no way that we made. So then I'm, I did the math again and it was actually only 69 picks that we did. Okay, that makes so, more sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. So when, when I did the math and I did the division and I did, we're actually at 58% win percentage, not 20, 58. So, okay. which is not bad. Respectable. That's Respectable. not bad. We were, we are over 500, so that's not bad. So yeah. this is what we have scheduled for the for this show. We're going to do the NFL we NFL news, which is not, not that many, not that much. We're going to do the Super Bowl team rosters. We're going to see who's, which team has the advantage. And then we're going to do our predictions for the Super Bowl. So let's go. Without further ado, let's go. So, Ron, uh, the Niners picked up your boy Flores as a defensive coordinator. The Vikings. And the Vikings, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So is this ultimately what he wanted? He just wanted to get out of this Pittsburgh? Well, I mean, yeah, Pittsburgh, um, you know, he wasn't a coordinator or anything. It's like a linebacker's coach, I think, was his title, quote-unquote title. So this is a promotion for him. Um, he probably wanted a, a, a head coaching job. And I think he had a couple interviews for head coach. Uh, it doesn't appear that he was going to get it. So I think, you know, defensive coordinator was a, was a good the other the other news was the uh the Niners are gonna get Steve Wilkes as a defensive coordinator. Is this did he want out of Carolina? I don't understand like why he just got up and left. Well he so he was the uh interim coach, right? Right. Went a different way. They probably told him that they weren't gonna retain him. Um so you know he's he's uh He's just looking for an opportunity. San Francisco is a great place for him to be. And I do think if he continues to do well as a coordinator, uh, and I'm assuming he will with that defense, that you have a, a head coaching, a real head coaching opportunity uh, at some point. So both, both these guys wanted to be head coaches, right? Because one was a head coach with Miami. The other one was a head coach with the Niners. Um, excuse me, with Carolina. So ultimately, they want to be head coaches again, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. You know, at some point, want to get promoted to be at that head coaching level. And are they, so we know that Brian Flores can do it. 
And we know that this is what Steve Wilkes can definitely do. He did it with Arizona. He did it with Carolina where, I mean, he took over a, a bunch of, you know, it was, I mean, and not that ultimately they won, they won the division, but at least they, they made it. Yeah, right. they competed, right? Yep. They played hard. They competed every week. And it, you know, it, it seemed like they responded to him, uh, you know, as that leader uh, in the locker room. So I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it was a pretty tough, you know, decision when it comes down to it, whether they were, you know, him or not. Um, he seems to be a, a, a guy that players like to play for. So I think he'll bounce back and land on, on his feet somewhere as head, head coach at some point. Yeah, I mean, I don't think these guys are going to, you know, these are the survivors, right? I feel like both of these guys, they're not going to settle down. They're going to keep moving on up until they become head coaches themselves. I think, you know, that whole thing with Brian Flores and the NFL and the lawsuit, I don't know if that's going away anytime soon, but it just, you know, it's that balance between I want to be a successful head coach, but I also want to, you know, uh, basically point where the discrimination is right all right so let's let's get into it let's get into it because i broke down uh which team has the advantage and ron when i mentioned these different positions you just say either philly or kc you ready yeah, let's do it. I think for some of the positions it might be a little bit difficult. Might have to talk through it a little bit, but yeah, let's let's go. All right, so let's start with the offense and let's start with QB. Ron, which team do you think has the advantage? Do you think KC or Philadelphia? I'm going to assume Mahomes is relatively healthy. What that means, I don't know. Uh, maybe seventy percent of what he is. Uh, same thing for Hertz. I think they're both like not 100%. But obviously, Mahomes is a better quarterback at this stage. Um, now, can he show that in Super Bowl on one leg? That's what I'm a little bit worried about, even though he played well last week. Um, I think the advantage probably goes to Kansas City. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think. Looking back, I know that both QBs are hurt. They're not, both of them are not at 100%. But I would have to give it to Mahomes just because he's been there. He's done what it takes. He's, um, you know, this is mostly a passing offense, which suits him. And I, we've actually seen that all year round that he puts up 300 yards easy. So I, I'm going to give it to Mahomes. Um... On the wide receivers, Ron, what do you think has the advantage, KC or Philadelphia? Uh, easily Philadelphia to me. Between AJ Brown and uh, who's the other receiver? They got Devontae Smith and, and Watkins. Uh, to me, that's a easy uh, win for Philly in terms of uh, matchups. Receivers. I, I, you know, I, I went back and forth with this one because I know that Philly has those two studs with uh, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, but I feel like with KC, you have so many, you have Kelsey, 
then you have flawless candling then you have um uh tony which we're not sure if he's gonna play or not right then you have juju smith so i think just because you have so many options at uh receiver i'm gonna go with casey on this one i i think that there's just too many receivers for my host to pass it to um i had the roster the rosters for each team up but i really really like this kc wide receiver including the tight end well i don't know I, who's I don't, the philly tight end uh Boner. yeah he's he's pretty good, good isn't he right and you know kansas city receiving crew they have some injuries that they're dealing with too but you know all those guys you you listed um to me are like number two threes whereas philly has two legitimate number one receivers um and go there you know is a really good tight end too he's not like obviously Kelsey, but i still give the advantage to um to philly the receiver uh receiving captain. the next one that we're talking about is running backs Ron, do you think Casey or Philadelphia? I think this one is even. It's a coin flip for me. Um, you know, uh, Kansas City has uh, Chico is a really good physical running back um, that they can lean on for big plays. Then what they've been able to do with McKinnon, um, I think they activated uh, Edward Blair, um, I think in third year. You know, he's a good running back, too. I think they, you know, they, they all complement each other. Uh, but the same thing I could say about, you know, uh, Philly and their running backs. Um, you know, I think Miles is obviously a, more of a consistent, um, you know, three down running back. Uh, but Kenneth Gainwell played extremely well. He's obviously the, he's the more explosive player, I, I think, at this point. Uh, so... You know, I, I think it's a toss-up to be quite honest with, with the running back. I actually like the Eagles running back. Uh, I was looking. I know Sanders. I think he's a, a 1A running back. I was looking back at the games that he's had where he's actually gone over 100 yards. And he's had about four, three or four games where Sanders, I mean, against Jacksonville, he had 134 yards. Um, against New York Giants, he had 144. Um, I mean, they're not great defenses, but at least you know that you have uh, uh, 1A running back. With Kansas City, I know that they have Pacheco, they have uh, McKinnon, they have Hillard, but, you know, looking back at the Kansas City, none of those players went over 100 yards in all 17 games. Yeah, but that... To me, that doesn't mean anything, right? Kansas City comes onto the field throwing, and they leave the field throwing. You know, that's just their offense that they like to play. So it's not as bad as or atrocious as Buffalo, uh, where they completely abandoned the run. Uh, but, you know, Chico and McKinnon are capable of going 100 yards if they get carries. I just don't think that's the, the style of football. Andy Reid likes to play, um, likes to throw it all over the field. Um, but in terms of talent, I think, you know, both teams have talented running backs. I think Philadelphia, they're going to run the ball without a doubt. They're going to try to make sure it's, uh, 
uh, uh, you know, they're they're playing both sides, right? Passing and, and running. They're not going to be one. And I, I stand corrected. There was one game where Pacheco went over 100 yards against the uh, L.A. Chargers. So it's not that. Listen, you, like you said, it, maybe that's not their style is, you know, mm -hmm. running or rushing the ball. But you have to have a running back where you can know you can get three yards. You know you can get four yards. If you're going to get three or four yards by passing the ball, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I think. Hopefully that's been working as you can see, but I just want somebody that if it's third down and short, you can actually give the ball to and they'll get the first down. Yeah, I just I think, don't have that kind of confidence with the Kansas City running back. I, I do. I think they're both, uh, they're all capable. All the running backs in Kansas City, I think they've done it when they needed to get two or three yards. They can easily do that. But I think it's just a preference. To me, it's like Buffalo. Um, You know, we talk every year about Buffalo having to draft a running back. Well, they've drafted a million running backs. They're all good, but it uh, makes no difference if you don't use them when you need to. So, you know, it's just Andy Reid and his style of uh, football. He likes to throw. And, uh, but tr trust me, uh, Philly is going to be prepared, um, you know, for Chico. They're just not going to overlook him and say, okay, they're not going to run the ball. They're going to run. Kansas City's going to need to a little bit with uh, Mahomes. You know, a little bit uh, gimpy. Well, that's what I mean. If you're gonna lean on a running back, you want to you want somebody that you can say he can get the extra yards. And I think with this Philly defense, um, I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about the defense, but because I, I was looking back out there, and you can actually rush against the Philly defense. You can't really pass, but you can definitely rush against them. Um, tight ends. Which one do you like, uh, Kansas City or Philadelphia? Um, Kansas City, I think Kelsey is just the beast. Um, you know, he's obviously the best tight end, I think, in the NFL at this point. So it's uh, it's Kansas City. Yeah, I think with uh, Kelsey, he's, I mean, he's up there with Gronkowski. He's up there with, uh, who's, who's the tight ends that you know it was an automatic That want that guy for the Giants, Babaro. I mean, he's just that good. I, I yeah, really that's old school Babaro. Yeah, he's <laughs> just that good. He can, yeah. you know, he can catch the ball right out of the feet, out of the backfield. You can go one on one. He can do so many things. Um, I definitely like the Kansas City tight ends. Um, offensive line. Who do you think has the advantage around off? Uh, Philadelphia or Kansas City? Uh, Philly, I think they have the best O-line in the league, um, hands down, I think. And, and, you know, Kansas City has a very good offensive line, too. Um, but I think Philadelphia, they, you know, they'll protect Jalen. Um, they're very power, you know, huge and powerful when it comes to the running game. I just think the Philly O-line is the best in uh, the league. I think this might be a tie for me only because when I looked at the sacks allowed, I saw that Philly did allow a lot of sacks against Kansas City. You know, Kansas City, if I'm looking at this right, they only allowed um, so many sacks throughout the year. Uh, but that doesn't mean that 
Philly has a bad offensive line, right? I think it, to me that's a toss-up because if you want somebody, if you want a line that's going to push the defense back, you want the Philly line, right? You know, will the rushing yards and all that stuff. But then if you want a passing offensive line, you're probably going to take Kansas City's line. Even though I do think the uh, Orlando Brown might be a little bit overrated um, a tackle. Um, so to me, it might be a toss-up. Um, just because Philadelphia this year was so one-dimensional at times. All they did was rush, rush, rush. Um, I mean, looking back at some of the stats that Hurst put up during the year, there were times where he didn't even reach the 200 plateau. He didn't have to, but that yeah. just means he didn't he didn't pass the ball that much, right? He needs to, right. I don't know. I think this might be a tie. Um, I just know that Andy Reid likes, you know, to go fast, no huddle, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel like Philadelphia is going to be doing any of that. It's just smash mouth football. So to me, that goes that goes to both teams. Anything else on offense before we move on to defense? No, I mean, I think for the most part, offensively, both these teams are fairly even. I think when we talked about it last week, in terms of points scored, uh, I believe they were one and two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Kansas City was number one in total points scored per per game compared to um, to Philly, but they were neck and neck. So they're, these are two explosive offensive units. Um, and, you know, I think they'll be more than capable of putting up some points on Sunday. Yeah, I think um, looking at the at the stats right now, Kansas City was number one, and the Eagles were number two as far as points scored. And then the difference stops right there because then one did it over the air, the other one did it on the ground. So um, that's where uh, the difference stops. Okay, so moving on to the defense, let's start with the linebackers. Run. Which, which team has the advantage, Kansas City or Philadelphia? Um, I'll probably give it to Kansas City. I think their linebackers are um, a little bit better uh, than, than Philly. I think they're, you know, both gayer. Um, and I think Chanel's a rookie. Might be wrong about that. But they're, they're, uh, they're some, some good uh, linebackers in Kansas City. Yeah, I think Kansas City has experience with the linebackers. But I do like um, what the Eagles um, are doing as far as the linebackers is concerned. They're young. They, what do they play? They play a 34 defense, I think, right? Um, so they rush. They have these two outside linebackers who they just rush the quarterback. And I think that could be that could be a, a recipe for disaster if I was the Kansas City Chiefs and I was dropping back to pass and these two guys are coming full speed, right? So they got, I'm looking at the roster right now. So they got um, a rookie, uh, Dean, they got Briley, then they got uh, TJ Edwards. I mean, I like the attack, but I like the Kansas City experience, so... To me, I'm going to have to give it to Kansas City just because they have that experience um, as far as playing in the playoffs. 
Because this is yeah. only, I mean, we're going to get to the coaches, but this is only um, the uh, Eagles head coach second or third year. What uh, year is this? I'm not sure. I think it's the second. I think it's second. The first year, you know, Tampa Bay took care of them, but it's, that wasn't like a gimme game, right? I mean, I, I don't remember what the final score was, but I no, know I the whole game were playing catch Last year, Tampa ran through them uh, pretty easily. Yeah. Um, Jalen is a different quarterback today than he was last year. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see because um, the next up is the cornerback. Ron, what's your choice? These are two pretty good secondaries. Uh, I think it's a toss-up here, uh, personally. Um, you know, I, I think both guys, uh, or all the guys secondary for both of these teams are more than capable of, of creating and getting turnovers. Um, so I'll, I'll have them rated equally. So I was looking at the ranking, right? Because I was just saying, like, what... How were these defenses against the pass? How was it against the uh, rush? And, you know, to my surprise, they were kind of, as far as passing goes, uh, Eagles were number one. Those cornerbacks were really, really good. Um, nobody got too deep. They didn't give up a lot of touchdowns during the year. They were actually really, really good. So I'm... I'm actually going to give the cornerbacks for the Eagles a nod just because they played so well during the year. And I don't. I think with the Kansas City Chiefs, they were kind of up and down. Some teams scored a lot of points. Some teams didn't score a lot of points. Um, that's why I am going with the uh, Eagles as far as cornerbacks concerned. Ron, what about safeties? Where do you, uh, where's your notch goes? Um, let's see, you got Epps and Gardner Johnson and Philly. And the Chiefs got Thornhill and Reed. I'm probably gonna give it to the Philly here most like in terms of uh, who has the upper hand. But again again, I think is the whole secondary is and I think both these groups are pretty are feel. Yeah, uh, the same thing. I'm just gonna just because they played so well during the year, I'm gonna give it to the Philly uh, as far as safeties. Um, and this is this is the one that I want to I want to hear where you stand. Defensive line, do you think it's Kansas City or Philadelphia? This is tough. I think both of these D-lines are pretty pretty tough. Um, you know, I I am going to go with Philly here. And I know I think Chris Jones is probably the best defensive player. Uh, will be the best defensive player on the, on the field come Sunday. He has best nose tackle, one of the best in the league. Uh, but I think in terms of depth in Philly, across the border on their D-line, it's just going to be uh, you know, really tough. Talk about them picking up in Dominic Sue. I don't know what part of the year they picked him up, but for him to be in there, uh, stopping the run and getting you know some pressure on the quarterback, it, they just have a, an extreme amount of depth in Philly. And whereas Kansas City, to me, I feel like if it's Chris, if it's not Chris Jones, I don't know who else is stepping up on the D line to make a play. 
Yeah, this is this is the one where I was really surprised with Philly. Um, I know that they can bring people in, you know, all the time, keep them fresh, keep them fresh. But you can actually run on this defense because when I looked at the ranking all year, uh, as far as rush defenses, um, the Chiefs rush defense was actually better as far as ranking, you know, I'm just looking at the numbers here. There were six overall in yards allowed compared to the Eagles, which were all the way down to 16th. So they more, and that's just because what you say it was a passing, right? So a lot of teams, you know, when Kansas City got ahead, they weren't going to run the ball that much, right? A lot of teams were just going to pass the ball. So I think that has, that kind of skewed the numbers a little bit. As far as the rushing, um, the touchdowns allowed are almost the same. 14 for the Chiefs, 16 for the Eagles. I mean, to me, and that's why ultimately, if you keep the game close, I think that you can you can beat this Philly team if you rush the ball. But we know that that's not Kansas City offense, right? Ron, this is one that I actually... I looked to see if I could find any info um, on this. Which one do you like more? The kickers for Philly or the kickers for Kansas City? Nope. Um, I couldn't really tell you. I know, but like Eagles use uh, Jake Elliott. Um, been around for a, a while. Um, same as Butler, right? Harrison Butler. I, I don't know who has the advantage there. Um, I don't know how many, how much I expect a lot of. I don't know if I expect a lot of field goals to happen. Regardless, to be honest with you, I think these, these teams are going to be scoring touchdowns. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of decided that this was a watch because it wasn't. It wasn't that that I the information I say is that. I didn't really look it up because I don't think it's going to come down to a kick for these teams, right? It's going to come down to whoever scores a touchdown. Um, what about returners? Which team has the advantage there? Uh, I think Kansas City has what? Uh, there's Tony that returns kicks and um, Philly uses Boston Scott hoping. Like Devontae Smith at the second string, I, I don't, I don't know if there's an advantage there for either of these. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see like throughout the year there wasn't a highlight reel where I was like, mm-hmm. wow, that guy, you know, for Kansas City really is a real returner, or that guy for Philadelphia is a real returner. So I was, I kind of gave this a watch too. I mean. Really, unless you are like a hardcore better and you're like, oh, this guy's going to score a touchdown in the first quarter by a return. I mean, who's, you know, really, that's, that's to me, that's a wash. Uh, what about coaches? What do you think about coaches? Who has the advantage in the coaches? Andy Reid, for sure. I think he's the, one of the best coaches. He's probably top two or three coaches in the NFL right now. 
I think he, you know, for me, uh, is has the advantage there. I I also had had Andy Reid for the experience, even though he did that ring around the rosy thing against the Raiders. I don't know. I still don't know why why he did that, but um, I just think the Philly coach really. Every time I see him on an interview or anytime he's in the podium speaking, I feel like he's a he's a fanboy, right? He just says it like he is. He doesn't. He acts like he's being disrespectful or disrespected. I just don't get good vibes from him. He might be a yeah. He might be and he might beat Andy Reid on Sunday, but I mean, why? Why even? Do the whole rah rah rah. Yeah. I don't know. He seems like a. He does seem like a uh, a little bit of a douchebag, a punch of face, if you will. Uh, but hey, you know, obviously, he's a decent coach. He got his team Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, see what happens. Ron, and this one I left for last because I really. I want you to get a feel for this. Who has the advantage when it comes to fans? Kansas City or Philadelphia? And it won't make a difference in the Super Bowl anyways, right? Most of the people that are going to these games um, are, you know, through corporate. And they're not like real, I don't want to say they're not real NFL fans, but... Um, you know, both these teams have good fan, Philly fans, you know, are hardcore. Uh, but Kansas City, one of the loudest stadiums to, to play in. Um, you know, I think they, you know, they travel pretty well, too. So there's a lot of Kansas City fans all throughout the uh, country now, especially with all being quarterback. So I don't think there's any advantage or disadvantage there at all. Yeah, I think this one is not applicable as far as, you know, this particular game is concerned, but it is applicable whoever wins, right? Because if Kansas City wins, I feel like the fans will just talk. But if Philadelphia wins, that city is burning down. That city might get, you know, might be like the Chicago fire. I I just don't, when it comes to class, I'll give that to the Kansas City Chiefs. But when it comes to like hardcore, you know, do or die, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I mean, this is not applicable, but I'm just saying these are two fan bases that are really opposites from each other. I would, that's what I want to say is that one is all talk and the other one is going to be like all action. So if the Eagles win, you know, lock your doors if you live in Philadelphia because they will burn that city to the ground. Um, so we know, we know, we went through the roster. We now know which team you think we th- we think has the advantage. So Ron, here here comes the moment of truth. Um, Philly is favored by one and a half. It's a 51 over and under. What is your prediction? I'm going over 
Um, I'll start there. I think the winner gets the 30 points. So I want to say Philly 30. And I'll give uh, Kansas City 27. So you 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 think it's going to be uh, more by a field goal then? Three points. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game. Um, but, you know, but I do think both teams will be scoring up and they'll be going up and down the field pretty much easier than, you know, than it's it's probably been in the, throughout the uh, playoff. Yeah, you went over. I'm actually going to go under. And I'm actually going to pick Kansas City to win this game 24 to 17. I think that um, even though the both teams were one and two during the year scoring, I think it's going to come down to defense. And I trust Magnolia to have something. To me, to me, it comes down to experience, right? Andy Reid has the experience. Pagnola has the experience. Um, what's the Kansas City offensive coordinator? The uh, enemy. The enemy has the experience. Hell, he's been looked beyond for many, many head coaches, head coaching jobs, and he's definitely. Has the experience, right? Right, but I mean, I don't know. I listen. I think both of these teams are going to be able to, to score. Um, you know, it really is going to come down to who has the ball last, um, and is can anybody on defense make a play? You know, step up and make a play. With yeah, and that's that's going to pretty much define this Super Bowl. I, I just I mean I like um Jalen Hurst. I just you know I don't feel like I wouldn't say he's the same category as Dak, but I just don't trust him the same way I trust Mahomes, right? That's why I'm going with Kansas City. Um you know I, I look at him and it kind of reminds me of a of a Cam Newton when he played in the Super Bowl. You know, he was kind of like shell shock. He wasn't wasn't sure of himself, and Denver just ran right over them. I think I'm getting those kind of vibes from uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I don't get that at all. This dude has been on played on the biggest stage of his career many a time, whether at Alabama uh, or you know here in the NFL now. It, I don't think anything phases him. He's like calm and relaxed, and that, you know. Wait, but wasn't when wasn't he wasn't Tua replaced him in Alabama when mm-hmm. they went for the? the I, I don't know. This thing is like, I don't know. I just get real vibes with him um, being this this kind of stage. So I'm gonna go with experience over because everyone's basically everyone's picking Philadelphia to win. Well, I, I mean. Everyone's picking it. It wouldn't be just the you know point spread if that if that was the case. So it should be a good game. It's a pretty even game. Um, it could go either way, uh, but you know, I think Philly. I thought Philadelphia was going to get there to begin begin with. I think they just, just have the most complete team, um, top to bottom. Uh, you know, and then Kansas City has a really really good team. But they, you know, it's Mahomes that's been driving that, right? It's, you know, it's not their receivers outside of 
Kelsey is not really the running game. It's really about Mahomes. Whereas, you know, in Philadelphia, I can point to quite a few players um, that have, like, you know, have contributed this year. Yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see this game. This should be an exciting game. Um, and then we'll have the uh, wrap-up, the Super Bowl review, and then we'll take a break. We'll let the uh, free agency hit the market and then we'll go into the draft and then we'll take a couple of months off because we need it. Yes. So with that, with that said, what do you tell the team? What do you tell the audience, Ron? Enjoy the Super Bowl. Um, eat lots of food, drink lots of uh, beer or alcohol. And just enjoy it because uh, this is it. Football is over. Yeah, after uh, this, it's, it's done. Yeah, so enjoy it um, as much as you can. And then, you know, take a break and get ready for, for next year. Yeah, just get ready for next year. So, in in back in September, it'll be back to square one. Yep. All right. So in that case, I say peace. Hey guys, thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you, any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. That's Shut YM Podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYM Podcast. Thanks again.